Welcome to Awakening the Feminine Within podcast. I am your host, Miriam Bolcher. I'm a luxury portrait photographer as well as a feminine energy business and lifestyle coach. Now, you might be wondering, what is feminine energy and why awakening the feminine within? Now, feminine energy is an incredible tool that has totally transformed my life completely from 180 to being hustling, frustrated, thinking that I had to work 60, 80 hours a week in order to make money and have the life that I wanted to have, and only finding out that I was completely mistaken and that I actually had to relax, learn to let go, learn to trust, learn how to love myself unconditionally, believe in myself unconditionally, and really ultimately to have a hands-off approach and to receive everything that I had ever wanted, including a better life for my kids, more money, more sustainable business. And so that is why this podcast is here and you are gonna learn all about everything that I just mentioned, as well as how to, like the podcast name says, awaken the feminine within you so that you can achieve peace, joy, contentment, have a better marriage, have a better sex life, have more confidence, enjoy, get, make more money, all the things. You've come to the right place. I cannot wait for you to listen to this podcast and let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of Awaken the Feminine Within. I had a request actually from my assistant because she listened to not the last episode, the episode I did um, talking about how to get back into alignment after getting out of a, or how to get back into alignment when being in a funk or how to get out of funk, basic, get out of a funk. It's one of those days I've been overhauling my house, which if you've seen on Instagram stories, and so I'm a little slow today, so bear with me. So she asked me after that episode, she was like, can you talk about, because the holidays are right around the corner, she's like, can you talk about how to protect yourself because a lot of individuals experience frustration and can find themselves being pulled out of alignment when they are with their family members. So she was like, could you talk about that? And I was like, oh, of course, absolutely, 100%. I would love to talk about that. So that is what we are going to get into today is how to safeguard yourself, your energy, and your alignment when you are going to be spending time with family around the holidays. Now, I have very unconventional opinions about family, spending time with family. Um, and so just be forewarned that if you feel extra triggered by this episode, really feel into that. What is the feeling that's coming up? Okay. So, and I'm not saying like cut yourself off from your family. No, that's not what I am saying. So first of all, let's get into what it's like to feel obligated. Okay. It starts with what is the obligation and where do you want to place yourself in the the place of obligation because I feel like there's different levels of obligation you know and also what is your relationship like so I'll be totally 110% transparent with you guys I don't communicate that often with my parents I don't live near them and I don't communicate with them often because of protecting my energy and protecting a lot of mindsets that I have around abundance around there's enough for everyone um, things are not stingy and a lot of it has to do with money. And so I live a very upbeat, a very happy, a very joyful, a very grateful life. And unfortunately, there are very few of my family members. And I mean, yeah, there's very few of my family members that take on that approach. Now, to be quite honest, I'll also be totally transparent. I don't communicate with very many of my siblings. I have, there's five of us in total. There's, I have four siblings, three brothers and one sister. I don't communicate with them. 
We've never really been a close family. It was like that. Even like I didn't see my siblings communicate. Um, When they left the house, it was like they were gone. I didn't really see them much anymore. They rarely came home to visit, depending on, you know, which sibling it was. We were hardly ever under the same roof once the first one left. So my family has not been close. So there really has not been much guilt that I feel around that. I don't necessarily go out of my way to communicate with them. And for some of them who I don't know very well, maybe I am wrong. Maybe they do live very grateful, joyful, filled lives. I don't know. <laughs> um, that might sound really crazy to some people, but I'm perfectly okay with that. Now, for my husband's side of the family, they are the complete and total opposite. They love spending time together. They very much prioritize family time, everyone being together as much as possible. It is very, very important to them to maintain familiar relationships in that family. And however, that being said, you know, mindset wise, we're not on the same page. And especially when it comes to me, my husband, you know, didn't find it as much of a big deal. Um, however, for me, energy and mindset affects my ability to make money. So I have to be very, very, very careful. I am the sole income earner in our family. And so if I am surrounded by people who do not share the same mindset about money as I do and, and do not share the same mindset about life, then what ends up happening is I have to spend more time and more work to protect myself against that, which is very hard to do if you're spending a day, a weekend, or a week with those people. And you'll find yourself sabotaging yourself, imposter syndrome, you'll come up with all these things and then you have to crawl yourself back out of that hole. It could take a week, it could take two weeks, it could take three weeks, it could take a month. And so if it affects your income, there are serious repercussions to this. So for me, I started distancing myself, you know, from family activities on my husband's side and he was fully aware. He was like, yep, yep, no, I totally get it. And there was really, you know, no issue. I mean, you know, some of the in-laws were like, oh, we really miss you. And I was just like, okay, you know, I do miss you too, but I can't just expect to come to a you know a family event and bitch and complain about my life because I don't have anything to bitch and complain about. So I can't participate in any conversations. So that unfortunately leaves me with nothing to do. So, and this is not something I had a conversation with them about, by the way, it was just, this was my methodology, right? Like this is why this isn't working. And so basically as time went on, I just became less and less and less involved. Now, this is the first year where we... Um, all together as a family, my husband included, have decided to do holidays by ourselves entirely. We're not going to any family events. We are not. And we've already had that conversation. Um, we didn't explain anything. We were just like, you know, we're really busy right now. And we have been. We've been, you know, overhauling our house, doing little mini renovations here and there. We've had, you know, with our Dubai and Europe trip, like we have just been, this year has been a very interesting year to say the least. And so we just said, you know, we wouldn't be attending and they were a little bit sad, but they also respected our decision. And most importantly, we really didn't want to be gaslit or guilt tripped into attending or we didn't want anyone to like feel bad. We didn't want to come up with an excuse. But I want to talk about if you are not in that position where you aren't able to yet, we'll put yet there because I have a feeling that after listening to this podcast, you might want to, or you might feel inspired to start creating a little bit more boundaries, which is totally fine. That's not the goal of this. The goal of this is not to tell you to, you know, not spend time with your family, but to recognize what your needs are. First and foremost, like ever since my husband and I got married, we were very, very, very intentional about building habits and activities for our children that was really focused on us together as a family. 
So, for example, like growing up, my um, my dad is French. And so we have this um, amazing Christmas Eve tradition. We call it Réveillon, where we have all of our after, you know, going to church and coming home. We have all these really yummy treats and we have um, traditional uh, tortier, meat pie. And it's a very amazing, amazing experience. And so and then my husband, of course, had his own traditions. So we sat down very early on in our marriage and we're like, okay, what are we going to do for us? And I straight up told him, I said, I don't think I can spend part of Christmas Day at somebody else's house. I would really like it to be spent here at home. And and, and we went back and forth. And essentially, we kind of did a little bit of negotiation. And because my husband's family opened their gifts on Christmas Eve. And so I said, okay, let's find the balance. I open them on Christmas Day. So we, from the very beginning, when we knew we were having children, were like, okay, what is our plan? What do we want to build here with our children? And so essentially, we created these activities and these family traditions that we wanted for us. Like, I wanted my kids to grow up being like, oh my gosh, this was so much fun. And I didn't want them to necessarily necessarily feel like, oh, now we have to go change out of pajamas and then like leave the house, right? And for Christmas dinner. So, and my husband was like, yep, I totally agree with that. So anything, if we did do any family activities, it was on the 26th or afterwards. Thanksgiving, not as much of a big deal. We would go, you know, sometimes I would host, sometimes it would be, you know, at my husband's family. All in all, we decided, especially this year, we really want to deepen and emphasize even further our family traditions that we have as our family unit. We really, really, really want to protect that. And we really want to deepen and emphasize that. Not to say that spending time with other family members isn't important, especially if you do have children. However, one thing to note is that, you know, when you look at our parents' generations and their parents' generations, and, you know, let's go back like a couple generations, like back to the early 1900s and well even before that, your family was everything. Now, when you think about how society was set up, you know, there were villages, there were communities. You would struggle if you didn't have your family. Like, who's going to watch the kids? Your grandmother, you know, your mom or someone, you know, your neighbor or whatever. Like, the villages were set up to support one another. And so, back in those days, your family was your lifeline. If you did not have your family, you probably, who knows, you would have struggled, right? Like, not having connections, not having support, not having the ability to know that someone can look after you should anything happen, especially when, for women, there was no ability to be supported outside of marriage, right? So there is there was a very, very, very heavy emphasis on family. So you, you know, got what you got and then you protected that regardless of, you know, how many chaotic personalities you have in that family. And so society has evolved so drastically where there we are seeing more and more, and I see this on TikTok all the time, where we are, you know, we don't we see the toxic patterns of guilt that our parents or our grandparents instituted in, in, in our parents. And we're like, you know what? That's actually really not that healthy. And we are seeing that we don't want to repeat that pattern. And I do feel like this is a really, really important conversation. And I don't, and while it is very difficult to minimize conversation with a loved one or with a family member, I do not feel any guilt associated with it because I know what I'm building. And I know that I am teaching my children to, first and foremost, that, you know, if my kids want, like if they turn 18 and they're like, you know what, I'm going to peace out. I'm going to go and do like, I want to do Christmas with my friends. I'm going to be like, okay. Like, I'm not going to oblige them to stick around and do what we've quote unquote always done because that's not necessary. I mean, yes, of course, I will love and always enjoy to spend time with them or say when they start and raise their own family, 
There's going to be no, oh, so you're coming home and spending Christmas with us, right? None of that. I don't believe in that. Personally, I feel like they are going off. They're an adult. They're going to start building their own family. They are not under any obligation. They don't owe me anything. They don't need to participate in our tradition. They're going to start their own tradition. And I want them to. I want them to start doing their own tradition and having their own family fun and activities, right? It doesn't have to be surrounded and if your if your mom or grandmother is like the most fun person and you love it and it makes life easier for you, 100%, jump on that. Like take advantage of it. That's amazing. However, this podcast is really geared for those individuals who do not, who find themselves really stressed after hanging out with family and find it really, really exhausting. And they find themselves disoriented, really struggling to get back to what it's like for them to be at their baseline we talked about it in that podcast episode about what your baseline energy is. You really want to protect that. You want to guard it as if it is fine, the the King of England's jewels. Like this is this is so, so, so important. And it does take a conscious effort. And it, it is a delicate matter. You know, you're going to have you might have to do trial and error. You might have to say, OK, can I hang out with my family and sustain my energy? I don't know. There's a lot of personalities that are involved with family members and large family gatherings. You have to find your place in them. And sometimes that might be talking less or hanging out with maybe a little subunit within the family that you know shares your mindset or you know you're going to get along with or you know is not going to shift your energy too far or push you out of, out of alignment, right? And so this is really a trial and error. What I'm saying and what I'm suggesting is for you to get really, really self-aware and to ask yourself, okay, does my family serve me in the sense of, you know, they really support what I do. They support what I'm about. They support my mindset. They support my belief about my life. They support um, and really encourage this. And they're really positive. Amazing. And if you don't have a family that's not fitting any of that description, great. Okay. What is your intuition telling you that spending time with them and maybe certain things, or maybe it's a matter of skipping Thanksgiving and just doing Christmas or vice versa and doing Thanksgiving and skipping Christmas or maybe just doing Christmas instead of New Year's. And you know what I mean? Like really getting cautious. Um, because I mean, for us, we used to do like Easter, Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? And we've really just reduced it over time where, you know, this is the first year, again, like I said, that we are not doing anything, you know, with um, outside family members. And I feel so safe and so secure in that decision. And I know I, I'm actually really excited because for the first time I have the freedom to create my own Thanksgiving menu, which I absolutely love, love, love to cook. I love to do fancy dinner table settings. I love to just have fun with cooking and baking. And I've never really had that ability to do in the past, simply just because of either dietary restrictions or, um, you know, for everything else that other people were bringing, you name it, tons of reasons. So I am beyond excited. Now, some people might say, okay, but you're going to be losing something if you're not spending or maintaining a relationship with extended family or family members. And that's really only a question that you can answer. I personally don't feel that way. My husband doesn't feel that way either. We know that, you know, in a pinch, our family is going to be there. The relationship is not being in person does not do anything extra for the relationship or at least the relationship that we have for our family members. Do they appreciate it? A hundred percent. But the issue that we were seeing is that when we were there, they just wanted you there. They didn't really want, they didn't really value your opinion and they didn't value you as a person. It was almost like they just wanted your energy, but then that was it. It wouldn't really go beyond that. 
is that that's why we made a decision not to participate any further because we're not really actually valued for who we currently are now. And I know that there are a lot of people who feel that way. If you look at it and if you were to ask them, they'd be like, of course I value. That's not really what we're talking about here. We're talking about, you know, is your opinion sought out? Is your opinion valued? Is your um, advice welcomed? You know, like that sort of thing. Like, is your participation in the conversation celebrated? That is what we are looking for. And it's so important that if you are considering and you're like, shoot, actually, you know what? Yeah, the being around my family for the holidays gives me anxiety. It gives me stress. It gives me major depression. And you're considering not participating create your own freaking amazing thing. Do a Friendsgiving. Do, I don't know, like something special with your partner. Do something extravagant for yourself. I don't know. Like my brother actually, this is ironic that I do know this. Um, he actually schedules like a fancy dinner. He Actually, he, he does this differently because we used to talk a little bit more in the years prior. But he would either go and schedule a fancy Thanksgiving dinner out at a restaurant with him and his wife or he would order in from a restaurant and they would do like an at-home fancy dinner table setting. And that's that's how we celebrate Thanksgiving. I mean, on the rare occasion, he does go to her family. But I actually kind of love that he did that because he was like, we're just going to do what we feel like doing. And we're really going to, he loved that he was able to support a restaurant on a, on a event that normally doesn't take place in a restaurant. And it was really, ing- I, thinking back, I'm like, wow, that's actually really genius. He was protecting his own peace by doing something that he really loved and adored. And that that's what I suggest if you're going to consider, you know, creating space and and discovering what it's like to amp yourself up and what it's like to have a holiday that is just really like taking you to another level energetically vibe, everything, you name it, you know, like there is a lot to be said. And this, in my opinion, uh, family extended family might be like, well, you're being selfish. And in some ways, yes, you are because you are protecting your energy. You are protecting and maintaining your baseline. But what does that mean for you? Like you have to understand what this means for you. For me, this is literally my happiness in a nutshell. This is how I live and enjoy and thrive in my life. And I cannot trade that for one day with, you know, a bunch of personalities and care and and family that do not, you know, where I'm going to feel suffocated. I just, I, there's, that's going to do an insane amount of damage to me. And I have measured that in the past which is how I've come to this decision. And ultimately, it really is, it's about you owning your own power, but in a way that is going to help other people. Because for me, doing and making this decision does affect my business. You know, I've mentioned already, it does affect income, of course, but it does affect the energy that I bring to my clients. I coach quite a few women and men. And I'm like, I cannot bring them my scarcity mindset. That is a complete opposite of what I do here and I what I my whole business and what my whole brand is about. I cannot be taking that energy and bringing that to them. I have to protect that. I have to protect the brand and the identity of me and of my business and and for my clients, right? Because they're paying me for a specific outcome. And if I sabotage that by surrounding myself with people who are going to suffocate me and, and and push me out of alignment, then we have some problems. So all in all, really what this comes down to is for you to just kind of sit down and do a little audit. Do an audit of what your energy and how you feel around your family members, right? 
From there, I can't, of course, give you an answer because you might say, you know what, I'm going to take a different approach and I'm going to see how it goes. Great. That's awesome. And then for others, they might be like, oh my gosh, I love my family. They're amazing. Amazing. I honestly am truly a million percent celebrating that for you. Um, and I don't, I'm not saying that sarcastically. Like I do genuinely love that. And then, you know, it might be that, okay, maybe it's time to figure it out what it's like to spend holidays by myself or with my, you know, my family unit or my partner. And that's amazing. Either way, don't judge this. Don't judge the audit. Don't judge. Society has very heavy expectations and impressions on what it's like to spend time with your family or maintain family relationships. You are not obligated to follow any of them. You are not obligated to participate in any of them. And you do not have to retain any of those societal expectations. You do not, you can 100% unsubscribe from your family's way of thinking. You know, the, the thing here is that you are carving a new path for yourself, whether that means changing the dynamic with your family or cutting yourself off or just, you know, really minimizing it. There is no wrong answer here. There is no, nothing wrong with either decision or say you, I don't know, make one decision for Thanksgiving and change it again for Christmas. There's nothing wrong. You can do no wrong by just doing this energy audit it energy audit and making some changes or just taking a different energy perspective and you know no matter what it is that you decide to do you can do no wrong with this area now it does take having a backbone to make sure that 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 opinion right there of you can do no wrong in this specific area to not let it affect you once people start questioning you or maybe even attacking you depending on what you know what you might expect to receive in terms of a response and really what it comes down to is you having a very intimate knowledge of yourself, having an insane intimate relationship with yourself that you're like, yep, I got you. I'm looking out for you yourself. I'm looking like you're talking to you like, yes, I got you. I'm looking out for you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to protect you. Okay. You don't get the life that you want by just giving in to everybody else. Unfortunately, the fact of the matter is is you are going to have to take some risks. You are going to have to choose you multiple times a day. You're going to have to choose what is it, what kind of music is going to serve me, what kind of TV shows. They all affect that subconscious belief system that you are building to build a life that serves you. Okay, it is difficult. It is something that you have to choose over and over and over again. And so this is just a huge part of it because most people have these like invisible connections with their family members and along with that comes a set of beliefs that that family member shares and wants you to take on as well. I'm not going to get into politics, but if you think of it that way, okay. But I'm just talking about like what it's like to spend time as a family, right? Like they are going to have you, they're going to want you to take on that approach. Now, you also have to remember that, you know, even looking like, let's go back a little bit, let's go to the 70s, to the 60s, to the 50s, you know, there was no Zoom, there was no computer. It is much easier to maintain a relationship of your choosing in a way that still doesn't feel quite as intense um, because of those online things. So, of course, for our parents and grandparents' generations, they would have prioritized, um, you know, an in-person relationship because that's the only thing that was available to them. That's how you maintain a relationship with the family, right? Outside of maybe sending them a letter, which is very, very different. Now it is very, it's so different than what it was like back then. 
And so it is perfectly fine to, and it's, we're so grateful, right, to be able to communicate with our family members that live farther away from us with those online tools. So keep that in mind is that if you decide not to show up in person, it doesn't mean that you're not going to prioritize a relationship. It just means that it looks a little bit different. And that's what you're figuring that out, right? I'm just saying this, you know, take this podcast as permission if you want to, to really just assess and audit. Is this serving you spending time at the holidays with your family? And if you need to set up more boundaries, maybe it's conversing less with other people. Maybe it's not staying quite as long. Maybe it's just showing up for dinner, you know, hugging everyone, love you, love you, love you, and then saying goodbye. Or maybe it's hosting, I don't know, and having it under a little bit more of a controlled setting. Um, there is lots of ways in which you can personalize and protect your energy um, in this particular setting. So I definitely want to know what your feedback is and what your game plan is. After listening to this podcast, go drop us a note in the Facebook group and tell us, you know, what this means to you. Like, is this something that you haven't necessarily thought of? But thinking back, you're like, oh, I actually do see how it's played a role in like how you feel about you and whether or not it's amplifying you or dragging you down. So definitely come and be an open book. Uh, Now, one little note is that the New Year's are around the corner we are less than two months away. And if you are already like, oh my gosh, I have to Christmas shop, I have to do all these things, you know, holidays, blah, blah, blah. But you know that you need to figure out your New Year's resolutions. I am doing an incredible workshop on November 18th. It is called the 2024 Vision Planning Intensive, where you are going to get personalized coaching from me. I personally do not believe in goals. I think that New Year's resolutions and goals are actually keeping you farther away from what you were trying to experience. So what we do is we take a hard look at, we, we're going to audit 2023. We're going to see, okay, what happened this year and why did it happen this way? And then also you're going to step into embodying the life that you really truly want to have that historically speaking, you would have created goals around, except we're going to talk about what it's like for you to get into them right now, not waiting, embodying it right now, because that is how you start experiencing the life that you want and how things start coming to you very, very quickly. So there are a limited number of spots. The link is going to be down below. Definitely come and join. It's going to take place via Zoom. We're going to have an incredible time. I'm going to like literally when I say personalization, it's as if you're in my regular coaching container, but we are going to be, it's a mini version of it basically. And we're going to talk specifically about embodying this life. So it's going to be hot. I did it last year. It was amazing. Um, And so definitely come and join. And I will look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening and or watching our podcast episode today on Awakening the Feminine Within. If you had a light bulb moment or you had something that you are like, oh my gosh, this lit a fire within me and you want to share it or you want to hear feedback or you want to be surrounded by like-minded women who are trying to transform their lives and work less, have a better life, then come and join our Facebook group. It is called The Intuitive Woman. And we encourage you to share any kind of discussion there about your journey, about what you heard today, or to find resources, perhaps that you liked the guest speaker that we had today, or you like the information and you want to search more about them and their information, come and join the Facebook group. We would love to have you there and any other information that you might want to find feminine energy, what I do, who I am, and about coaching, courses, classes, workshops, and all that good stuff. You're going to find that on miriambolcher.com slash awakening the feminine within. Thanks so much. And be sure to share this with a friend, rate our podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube to like and subscribe. And if you're listening, 
please subscribe as well. See you on the next episode.